Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. What a miracle working God. A God that changes destiny. A God that heals so powerfully. Lord, tonight we welcome your spirit. We are ready, oh God, to receive changes in our destiny. We are ready, oh Lord, to receive miracles. We are ready to receive healings. We ask, oh Lord, let your word come forth. As you say, you send forth your word, and it shall never return to you, but it shall accomplish the purpose and the plans for which you send it. We pray, Lord, may we not leave this place void. May we not leave this place empty, but may we be filled. We avail our hearts for a change. We avail our minds for transformation. We avail our emotions and our spirits for a change. We thank you, Spirit of God. I avail myself, oh Spirit of God. Let me just be a vessel. Fill me and speak through me. Let the words that proceed out of my mouth not fall to the ground. But I pray, oh God, let it be the engrafted word of God, which is able to save our souls. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord as you take your seats. Amen. Acts chapter 14. Acts chapter 14 and verse 21. Last week we began a short series. We have a short series of messages that we want to share. Continue in the faith. Continue in the faith. Continue in the faith. It's a commandment to continue in the faith. You can't stop. You ought to continue in the faith. Acts chapter 14 and verse 21. It says, And when they had preached the gospel to that city and had taught many, they returned again to Lystra and to Iconium and Antioch. Verse 22. It says, Confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith and that we must through much tribulation enter into the kingdom of God. Verse 23 says, And when they had ordained them elders in every church and had prayed with fasting, they commended them to the Lord on whom they believed. Amen. Amen. Continue in the faith. Last week we began sharing that When Paul and Barnabas had gone through cities preaching, there were several other cities that they wanted to go to, but they had a need, they felt a need to come back to some of the cities that they had preached already to do certain things with them. Hallelujah. 
they could have continued on to other places but they came back to these very cities and last week those of you who were here you realized that they felt a need they felt a need that after the Christians have believed there is a tendency for them not to continue in the faith amen there is always a tendency for you to stop serving God there is always a tendency amen there is a spirit that is always competing with God whether or not you should choose to serve him hallelujah there is always a competing spirit and there is always you will always have a tendency to stop amen. amen but Paul and Barnabas came back to encourage these people so when they came back they did three things they did three things you see if we are going to continue if we are going to receive salvation we ought to continue oh, yes. what we have begun oh, yes. amen yes. we cannot stop in the middle the fact that we have given our lives to Christ does not mean that this is it. We finish. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Matthew 24 and verse 13, it says, But he that shall endure when? To today? Unto when? Unto the end. He that shall endure unto the end, the same, that same person is the one who shall be saved. The one who shall continue unto the end. The one who shall endure. And we say that to endure means to put on difficult things. To face challenges and overcome them. So Paul and Barnabas came back to these cities. And we look at three things that they came to do. When they came, their message was very simple. They said they should continue in the faith. It says that they came back. They came back to these three cities, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to do what? To continue in the faith. To continue in the faith. And last week we went through three of the things that they did with these cities. Number one, we said what? To confirm or to strengthen the souls of the disciples. To confirm or to strengthen the souls of the disciples. This is one of the reasons why they came. To confirm the souls of the disciples. Hallelujah. We need that. We need that. We need that strengthening. When we feel weak, we need to be strengthened. Amen. There are times that you feel so weak that you don't feel like continuing on. You feel so exhausted. You feel so tired. Amen. You see, we are walking a spiritual walk in a world that is worldly. Amen. So you see, there are a lot of forces. There are a lot of forces against your walk with God. There are a lot of forces. Amen. You are not, you are not, only, you are not only walking with your spirit. It includes this flesh also. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? It, it includes this flesh also. And so there are times where the flesh feels very weak. You will realize that even Jesus, as, as he has walked with the disciples, 
who they had, they had been with him, they had seen, they had seen the power of prayer. Do you understand? They realized that before Jesus would come to do all these great miracles, he would have gone to pray. And they saw the power of prayer. And they realized that when Jesus had gone to pray and he comes back, there's a difference. And so he gave them the opportunity to come and let's go and pray. And I believe they had a desire to pray. They had a willingness to pray. But they could not sustain. Because they were doing this within the flesh also. And Jesus came and said, he realized that there is a willingness by the flesh. Flesh, eh? I tell you, if you are not careful, the flesh will bring you down. It will disgrace you. A serious Christian, powerful Christian, you can be sitting in a very powerful meeting and you'll be dozing. The flesh can disgrace you. In front of, in front of a great man of God, you'll be, you'll be embarrassed. As for this flesh, that is why you have to always rise up to overcome it. When you are sitting in a meeting like that and you feel sleepy, rise up and go and stand. And say, this flesh is tired, but I'll keep you standing. You have to rise up against the flesh. Otherwise, it will put you down. It will bring you down. Amen. It will disgrace you. Hallelujah. The flesh can take your eyes to look at certain things you don't want to look at. <laughs> Amen. Amen. As the summer is coming, some of you have to be very careful. As the summer is coming, you have to be very careful going on the four train, number four train. And the number two train and the number five train. As the, as the summer is coming, you have to be very careful walking on Fordham Road. Walking on Fordham Road. A Christian, you can really be embarrassed. Amen. It's not a good thing. So they came to strengthen them. Hallelujah. Number two, what did they come to do? To exalt them. That means to encourage them. To exalt them. To continue in the faith. They came to exalt them. We shared a lot about these things. And number three, what did they come to do? They came to remind them that we ought to go through much tribulation to enter into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. That we will go through much tribulation. That we will go through many hardships. We will suffer many hardships to enter into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And that also encourages us that it is normal when we are going through hardships. When we feel tired. That it is normal for a Christian to feel tired. It is normal. It is expected that you also, you felt like not coming. It is expected. It is expected that on Sunday morning you didn't feel like even waking up to go to church. It is expected. But that means that you ought to be aware of it and rise up against that. So the scriptures are showing us these things so that we don't fall to them. Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. And so we said we are going to look into 
some of the things that we need to continue in some of the things that we need to continue with or in in order to continue in the faith what are some of the things we need to continue in the first one that i want to share with you is continue in the word continue in the word continue in the word the word of god john chapter 8 john chapter 8 continue in the word and verse 30 john chapter 8 and verse 30 it says as he spake these words many believed on him this was jesus jesus preached at the mount of olives he preached powerfully at the mount of olives teaching them teaching the people the bible says that he came and all the people gathered so many people gathered and he taught them he taught them and he says that and he spake these words as as he spake these words many believed on him many believed on him do you understand as jesus preached many believed on him many believed and accepted the teaching and they came to believe the things that he was teaching jackie do you understand they believed on him then said jesus to those jews which did what then said jesus to those jews which believed on him if you continue in my word then are you my disciples indeed and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free hallelujah so jesus preached a powerful sermon he preached to a group at the mount of olives and there there were people who believed hallelujah there were people who believed now what do you call people who believe they call them believers they call them believers hallelujah people who believe the message they call them believers so does it mean that that applies to you are you a believer who is a believer here except one or two who is who is a, who is a believer i'm looking so keep your hand up i want to see who is a believer because we have to know wow okay put your hands down please so that means that this message applies to you so after jesus had finished preaching some people joined the church do you understand some people joined the church and he gathered them he gathered these people who believed these people who joined the church he gathered them to teach them something very important amen Amen. he gathered not all the congregation again this was not an evangelistic message this time he has preached he preached to a crowd and some believed so that now he gathered those people who believed the believers he gathered them and he said to them he said this is the message when he gathered them he said to those jews who believe if you continue in my word if you continue in my word 
Then are ye my disciples indeed. If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. Hallelujah. So this was a private message to the believers. This was a message not to the general congregation or to the general public on the street, but this he gathered the people who said they believe. They lifted up their hands. Like some of you. Hallelujah. So Jesus was preaching to believers. But what Jesus was saying is that just believing does not make you a real disciple. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Just believing, just lifting up your hand and say, I believe, I give my life to Christ, I believe you are the Son of God, I believe you died for my Just believing does not make you a real disciple. Now that means that in every congregation, in every church, we have those who believe and those who do not believe. What a shock. What a shock. What a shock. Me? We have those who believe and those who do not believe. Do you understand? When we preach, there are people who believe and there are people who do not believe. You see, in my early days as a pastor, this was something that I could not comprehend. I did not understand that. I could not believe that there are people in the church who do not believe. You know, because sometimes when I see some of the things that the people are doing, it is the exact thing that we preach about. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? So, it, it, I could not understand. Then I realized that even when Jesus had preached a powerful sermon, there are people who believe and there are some who do not believe. So then I said, oh, if it happened to the master, then it can happen to the servant. Then I was relaxed. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? But in every congregation, there are people who believe and there are people who, could not be, who, can, who do not believe. There are people who come to church but they don't believe any of the messages that we preach. Oh yes. True. True. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, true. There are people who come to church, they do not believe anything that we preach here. Amen. There was a guy in this church. There was a guy in this church for, he was here for a long time. He was in the church for a long time and all the while, what he was looking for was a wife. That he was here, what he was looking for was a wife. Amen. He came for all night with us, dog prayer meetings, online meetings, evangelism, every meeting he was there. And so you see, you would think that he also believed, but all he was looking for was a wife. Amen. And in the end that he couldn't find one he was very angry and then he concluded that we are all brainwashed <laughs> amen his conclusion was that we are brainwashed we are all brainwashed 
But he was with us for a long time. Fasting with us. I don't know about fasting. <laughs> eating with us and eating a lot with us. Amen. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? But he didn't believe any of the things we were sharing. He didn't believe any of the things we were sharing. Hallelujah. So there are people who are in the church. They don't believe in the teachings. They don't believe in prayers. They don't believe in salvation. They don't believe in miracles. People in the church. People in the church. They don't believe in the testimonies that we share. They will share testimonies. Oh, maybe it's coincidence. And they, they don't believe in them. They don't believe in heaven. They don't believe in hell. They are in the church. And they have been in the church for a long time. I'm sharing a very important message with you. They don't believe. And sometimes you see, you can see in people's attitude towards the things of God that they don't believe. Sometimes you can see it. One day a pastor was, somebody came to a pastor and he came to tell him of his problems and then the pastor said, it's okay, let us pray. And the pastor started praying for him. And as the pastor was praying, the guy opened his eyes. <laughs> so as the pastor was praying, the pastor happened to open his eyes and he saw the guy open his one eye like, he says, you could see that the guy does not believe any of it. He's looking at the pastor like this. He doesn't believe. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. There are people who do not believe in what we are doing. So you may wonder, you may wonder, so then why do they bother to come? If they don't believe, why do they bother to come? Why do they bother to come even and spend their time here? But you will understand also that it's not everyone who makes children that likes children. Do you understand? It's not everyone who gives birth to children that likes children. Oh yes. And sometimes you can see in their attitude and their relationship with children, they, when they get children, they want to abuse them. They get little girls, grown-ups, they want to sleep with them. So, and they have children. So they don't like children. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? It's not everyone who gets married that likes to be married. It's not everyone who gets married that wants to be married. Amen. I'm sharing an important message with you. So there are believers and there are unbelievers in the church. There are unbelievers in the What a shock. There are unbelievers in the church. They also came. Unbelievers. Hallelujah. Now, among those who believe, there are disciples, and there are disciples indeed. There are disciples, and there are disciples indeed. There are believers who have not been set free from sins. Hallelujah. There are believers, they are still hooked to sin. They are still controlled by sin. 
There are disciples and there are disciples indeed. Hallelujah. Yes, they believe that Jesus is the Son of God. They believe that he died for our sins. They believe that he rose again on the third day. They believe in salvation. They believe in miracles. They believe in testimonies. They believe that there is heaven and they believe that there is hell. But still, they are in bondage of sin. Believers. But they are in bondage of sin. Amen. I said there are such believers in the church. Believers who are in bondage of sin. If Satan needs Christian liars, they are the ones that he calls. He needs Christians who will lie, he calls such believers. They are in the church. Amen. And he has them. He can get them to lie. So you can have Christians who lie. I said there are disciples and there are disciples indeed. Amen. When Satan is looking for Christian thieves, you see there are well thieves and there are Christian thieves. When Satan is looking for Christian thieves, people who will steal in the church because he cannot bring outsiders to come and he has to find thieves in the church. He falls upon such people. They are believers. But they are thieves. Amen. There was a time that someone was stealing in the church. Stealing money in the church. Amen. You see, Christians who who steal, Satan has to find them in the church. There was once Bishop was sharing with us about an usher in Kodesh who was stealing. Stealing. Stealing, stealing the church, stealing the tithes and the offerings. And he was an usher, Christian. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? So there are disciples and there are disciples indeed. People, if Satan is looking for someone, he's looking for someone. If, for instance, there is a young Christian lady who is coming up, up and coming, spiritually growing, and she's doing very well, and Satan is looking for a Christian young man fornicator, he falls on such people in the church to bring you down, to slap you down. As you are coming up and you are growing, he looks for such Christians in the church. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? So they are in the church. Believers. But Satan has them. He has a cord around their waist. He pulls them. And he says, here, this young woman, follow, follow, follow. And then, yeah, follow the command. Amen. Satan has such people to call. When Satan is looking for Christian backbiters, people who backbite, do you know who is a backbiter? Or Christian gossipers. When Satan is looking for Christian gossipers, he finds them in the church. Do you hear what I'm sharing with you? I'm saying Christian gossipers, Christian backbiters, Christian thieves, Christian 
parents who borrow and don't pay, they are in the church. Oh, you have not you have not heard of that before. You never heard of a Christian who borrowed from someone and didn't want to pay. Okay, I'm making it up. If they were in Jesus' church, they would be in my church. Christians who bring confusion, confusionists. Christians who bring confusion and division. They are in a church. Christians who talk to people, group, 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 separates them. Satan will find them in the church. Amen. They are in the church. I am telling you, as a pastor, if you don't know, listen to me. I am telling you that they are in the church. And they were in Jesus' church. Disciples and disciples indeed. Hallelujah. Christians who bring confusion among church members, they are in the church. And you can find them. Christians who are rude and disrespectful, that when you are doing the work of God, they will disrespect you. You will find them in the church. They will do that to your face so that you will know that, you see, that is an agent of Satan. You have to understand, Satan means agents in the church. And so he will make some also lift up their hands and receive salvation and they are in the church. And they are hooked to sin. Look, I don't preach abstract messages. I preach practical messages. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? That is why, you see, in the church, you have to also be aware and be careful of who you are so close to. Because there are Christians and there are Christians indeed. There are disciples and there are disciples indeed. Hallelujah. So among the believers who are called disciples, there are disciples indeed. That is like to say real disciples, like real Christians. And Jesus gave us a definition. Jesus gave us a definition of someone who is a disciple indeed. How many of you want to know the definition? He said to those believers, he said to those Jews who believe, if you continue in my word, if you continue in my word, he says, and you shall go back to verse 31. Verse 31. Verse 31. He says, Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. So the disciple indeed is the one who continues in the word of God. Wow. Wow. Amen. He says, those who believe, he gathered them, and he says, not all of you are going to be disciples indeed. Not all of you are going to be real disciples. The ones who will continue in my word, they are the ones who are disciples indeed. That means they hear the word, and they do not just hear, but they continue in it. That means they do the word. And they come and they hear more 
they try. They say, I heard this and I'm putting this into practice. This is how I was. But from today, I won't do this. I will do that. This is what I heard. I heard this and I'm going to do. So they hear and they go and they continue in it. He said, those are disciples indeed. Those are disciples indeed. Hallelujah. Look at the, um, the Amplified Version. In this verse. The Amplified Version. Do you have that? You don't have that. He says, so Jesus said to those Jews who had believed in him, if you abide in my word, if you abide in my word, that means the word is like is you and the word is like a tree and a branch. You can't separate them. I like that. <laughs> Somebody say what? He <laughs> said, so Jesus. <laughs> Let's read the scripture. Let's <laughs> So Jesus said to those Jews who had believed in him, are you listening? Are you reading with me? Those Jews who believed in him, if you abide in my word, that means if you hold fast to my teaching and live according, in accordance with them, that means you are practicing it. You are putting it into practice. You are living in accordance with the way. You are truly my disciples. Hallelujah. You are truly my disciples. It means you are disciple indeed. Hallelujah. Then he said something about those. He went further. And then he said, those believers, they will know the truth. The ones who continue in the way. They will know the truth as they come and they hear and they put it into practice. You see, the truth will not come to you until you practice it. You leave the way. Kwame, do you understand? He says, as they do that, he says, and as they continue in the way. Let's read it together. Can you put 32, 31 and 32 together? Is it possible? Let's do that. See, I really want you to understand because we tend to hear so much but as soon as we walk out of this door we forget it we forget it. that is why that is why satan still has christians in the church who lie christians in the church who fornicate christians in the church who bring division christians in the church who gossip backbiters you see you get shocked you get you you, you wonder that is why you, people say ah He's a Christian and he's doing this. You see, they don't understand that there are Christians and there are Christians indeed. So oftentimes, people brand all of us together and like we are one. As long as you come and you hear the word and you, are, you have given your life to Christ, these things cannot be associated with you. Do you understand? They cannot believe that they are hearing something like this from you. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing? Or you don't understand the word of God? He said, Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him. 
You see, we are all believers. But he gathered those believers and then he said, if you continue in my word, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed? So now you continue and you have become a disciple indeed. Then listen to what will happen. He says, and you shall know the truth. As a result of continuing in the word, you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. Free from what? Sin. Free from sin. Free from sin. So the reason why you are not free from sin is because you have not done ABC. And you are looking for this. That is why you are not free from sin. Amen. He says, then you shall be free. You shall be, you shall, you shall be made free. Hallelujah. Free from sin. So it is not just one day of hearing the word that will make you free. But continuous hearing and doing of the word. Continuous hearing and doing of the word. The more you hear, the more free you become. As you are hearing and you are doing, then you are becoming free from sin. You are hearing, you are doing, then you are becoming free from sin. So you realize that there is a large spectrum of believers. Do you understand what that means? That means there is a whole shade, different shades of Christians. There are the disciples, between disciples or believers, and disciples indeed, there is a whole spectrum, different shades of Christians. There are some who are hearing and doing, and they are here. Do you understand? They are hearing and doing, so these are believers, and our goal is to get to disciples indeed, who are set free. Set free from sins. And so from here, you find people who are here, they hear and they do some. And some they don't do. Do you understand? So they are here. But then you hear others also, they hear and they do. And they hear and they do. They come, they hear more and they do. They hear and they come more. And so as you hear and you are doing, you are going towards disciple indeed. And then you are setting yourself free. So the more you are hearing and you are doing, you are distancing yourself more and more, further and further away from sin. Amen. So you realize that as you are hearing more and more and you are doing, it becomes less and less of lies. You don't lie a lot. It's as if something is chasing you. Something is around you. And then it's as if something is with you. It becomes difficult for you to lie. As you are hearing and you are hearing and doing, it becomes less and less of stealing. Whereas here you used to steal easily, all the time, easily. The enemy can get you and you can steal easily. Now it's becoming, the enemy has to work hard. The enemy has to make you poor, make you broke, make, do all kinds. And then you are, you are trying to steal small. Whereas here, whether you had money or not, whether you were rich or poor, you were stealing. But as you are going on, as you are hearing and doing, hearing and doing, it's becoming more difficult for you to steal. Amen. 
you are becoming less and less of a gossiper. You realize that your conversation has changed. You are not the kind that is talking about people the way you used to anymore. As you are hearing and hearing and doing. Hallelujah. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? You are becoming less and less of fornicator. You see, here you used to have every day of the week. You are fornicating every day. Without remorse. You, you, you know, you, it's, like, it's like a married person. You know? Here, that it was normal for you. Is everybody understand what I'm sharing with you? Here, it was so easy. It was so easy. And the more you are hearing and the more you are doing, from every day of the week, you are coming to three times a week. You see, they have to have a lot of negotiation, Chinese food, buffet, take you here and there, before once you can. Do you understand? And then, you, you see, you, you are moving, and you are moving, now you have to come two times a week. Two times a week. It's a lot of struggle before you can take your clothes off. Do you understand? And then you are coming, and it's once a week. When you come to church on Sunday, it will be very difficult for him to get you Monday. No way. Tuesday. But as he's going and the world is worn open by maybe Friday, Saturday. So once a week. And then as you are going, you are getting to zero fornicator. Today no more. You are set free. Amen. Zero fornicator. May you be a zero stealing, zero thief, zero liar, zero fornicator, zero adulterer. Amen. Amen. Zero. Hallelujah. You see that it's very difficult for you to. You, it cannot even cross your mind. Amen. If somebody understand what I'm sharing with you, you don't understand my word. But I'm preaching. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for telling us. Zero and zero. You see that sin is further and further away from you. Hallelujah. Look, anyone who continues in the word of God, if you continue in the word of God and you make effort to do it, you continue, you make effort to apply it, you will eventually, eventually, you'll be set free from sin. Yes, eventually. You be set free from sin. Anyone? That see, sometimes I say, if you are you are, you, you are a quarrelsome person, difficult person, don't want, just come to church. Just keep coming. Just keep coming and make effort. Just keep coming. Make effort. When you hear, try and apply. Try and apply. By the time you realize, no one can pick a quarrel with you anymore. You are set free. Set free. Set free. Amen. You know of your husband is an adulterer, sleeping with people, doing this, doing Just beg him, come to church. Just come to church. Don't fight. Don't fight with him. Your wife has a certain mouth. Don't fight. The word of God, it will change you. I say it will change you. It will change you. The word of God. You, you, it, will, it will change you. Yeah. Don't fight. Look, 
anyone, if you avail yourself, you see, the problem is that you can't get the people. But if you can get them to sit and hear the word of God, there is something about the word. He says, if there's something about it, if you continue in it, if you continue in it, you will be set free. You will be set free if you continue in the word. You realize that Satan is far away from you. He'll be far away from you. Hallelujah. He'll be far away from you. There are some of you, 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 you get to a stage where it is difficult for you to tell a lie. You are doing the work. You, you see, it is difficult for some of you even to sit at home when church is going on. Some of you, you get irritated. You, you get sickening. If something has crossed your path such that you can't come to church, you get sickening. But some others also, oh. You, they, they are not here, but they don't even remember that church is going. They don't even think of. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? You see, you get to that stage. You get to that stage where stealing is very difficult for you. You get to a stage where even when you pass by a beggar and you don't give him something, it, 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 because it's the word. Say, minister to the poor. It, 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 it pricks your heart. Sometimes you walk and then you come back as if the beggar is pulling you like this. You see, because you, 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 you are set free and you are just doing the word. You are just doing the word. You'll be set free. May you be set free. I say, may you be set free. Hallelujah. It becomes very difficult to do certain things. Hallelujah. It becomes very difficult when you get there. When you get to that stage. When you are set free. When you are set free. As you are, just all you need to do is continue in the word. Continue in the word. Less and less lies. Less and less gossiping. Less and less stealing. Less and less fornication. Less and less seduction. You don't dress to as for that one. I think you need a lot of word, right? But that is okay. We are getting there. It's still difficult for you not to dress to seduce. But we will get there. The word, we just continue in the word. Don't worry. Don't worry. You will get there. You are making way towards there. Else you realize that the, the temperature is very hot. You want to touch your neck. You want to cover your neck. They will ask you, why are you sweating like that? You say, leave me alone. Leave me alone. You cover yourself like um, <laughs> like you're from Syria. Hallelujah. The word of God. Continuing in the word of God. Doing the word of God. It will set you free. Let's read one more scripture and then we can close. James chapter 1. James chapter 1. James chapter 1. You see, all the Christians who are serious and they are continuing in the world, who take the word of God seriously, you see them, you can see, you can tell. You can tell. Sometimes you go to some weddings and as a man of God, you have to keep your head on your table like that. Do you understand? It's as if body part is every body part is body part. Any part is okay. You understand? There's no difference between your face and some other areas. 
but it's, we are getting there. James chapter 1 and verse 21. James chapter 1 and verse 21. It says, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. Receive with meekness. Sometimes it doesn't make sense to you, but just receive it with meekness. And make effort to do it. Make effort to apply it. Don't fight it. Receive it with meekness. Verse 22 says, But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. If you hear the word of God, you come here, you hear the word of God, and you don't do it, you are deceiving yourself. You are not deceiving me. Do you understand? Because you see, some of you, you think you are deceiving the pastor. Oh, yes. But you are not deceiving. Ellen, they are not deceiving me. I am not deceived at all. When I was younger, I was deceived. But when I learned that Jesus also, in his church, there were believers and unbelievers. I'm not deceived anymore. It says, you hear the word and you are not a doer. You are deceiving your own self. You see, I don't know why, and I always say that, God does not put any word in the scriptures for nothing. He says you are deceiving nobody else but your own self. Your own self. The Bible could have said deceiving yourself and then he said and others. But he says your own self. Or you could have added and others. Deceiving yourself and others. And the pastor. But he says deceiving your own self. Verse 23 he says, for if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. Do you understand so far? He says, let's go back. I want you to understand the word of God. He says, for if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer. You hear and you don't do. You hear, you don't, you come, you hear, you go, you walk out of the door and you forget it. You hear and you don't do. You are like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. Natural face means the real you, the way you look. Your real person, without the makeup, without the cover up, without the Sunday look. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Your, your natural face, your natural self at home. Oh, yes. The one that nobody knows. Oh, yes. Not the one that we know in church. He says he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. So that means that when you hear the word of God, it paints to you. You see, as I'm preaching, it is painting to a lot of you who you really are. Yes. It is painting to you. You no one you know. When Beholding, beholding your natural face in a glass means you reflecting to yourself who you really are. Your natural self. You know who you are. Some of you, you are thieves. Some of you, you are liars. Some of you, you are fornicators. Some of you, you are gossipers, backbiters, division, confusionists. You know who you are. But his Bible says, when you hear the word of God and you don't do it, you are like the one who your picture is your picture is just painted to you, and you can see 
This is me. This is what I am the one they are talking about. And then verse 24, he says, For he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, straight away, forgetteth what manner of man he was. Do you understand? So as we are preaching, it is painting to you exactly who you are. But then you walk out, and then you say, that was not me. It was them. Preach. Give it to them. You see, that is what we say. Give it to You see, whenever we are giving it to them, we are painting our picture, and then we push it out. We walk away, forgetting how we are, and then we say, preach. Give it to them. Ah, today you wish they were here to hear. You see, all kinds of things. He says, for he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. Now literally, you look in the mirror. You, you realize that you didn't comb your hair. You realize you didn't do your hair. You saw it. And then you walk out and you sit on the train. And you pretend that you, you don't even remember that you saw yourself in the mirror. Who are you deceiving? You are deceiving your own self. You are deceiving your own self. Verse 25, it says, But, say but, but whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, it is called the perfect law of liberty. The word of God, I say, it sets you free. It liberates you. It detaches you from sin. It says, but whoso looketh into, looketh into means considers, abides in, lives in accordance with. You look into it. You apply it. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth, continueth the way. He being not a forgetful hearer. So as the quarrel has come, you are not forgetting what you heard. As the temptation has come for you to, I can take this, no one will see. You are not forgetting what you heard. Do you understand? As your, your hormones have come and, you know, you are shaking and you, you are not forgetting what you heard. Do you understand? It says, he, not, it says, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work this man shall be blessed in his deed this particular person we are not talking about all the others but that particular person who looked into the perfect law of liberty and continue therein this person you see it's not everyone who is blessed i'm telling you it's not everyone who is blessed we can pronounce blessings and you are receiving and you are receiving the real person who is blessed is the one who looked into the perfect law of liberty and continuing therein. The Bible says such a person is blessed in his deed. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Our time is up. And we will continue next time that we can. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. He not being a forgetful hearer. He not being a forgetful hearer. But look at into the perfect law of liberty. Not a forgetful hearer. Not a forgetful hearer. May you never be a forgetful hearer. May you not be a forgetful hearer. 
May the enemy never steal the word of God out of your heart, out of your mind. But may you be the one who looketh into the perfect law of liberty. The one who continues therein. He not being a forgetful hearer. Not a forgetful hearer. Oh Lord. Deliver us, oh God. That we will continue in the way. May we not be forgetful hearers. May we not be forgetful hearers. May we not be the kind that hear the word. He said, It's like a man who beholdeth his natural face in the glass. And it was a forgetful who he looked like. Indeed, and we shall know the truth, and the truth 
shall make us free. Lord, tonight, let us be set free by the knowledge of the truth. Let us have knowledge of the truth. For we have made our mind to continue in your word. We have made a decision to be doers of what we hear. We are thankful, Lord. We are grateful. We give you praise. We give you adoration. We love you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. If there's anyone here tonight, you are not born again. You have not given your life to Christ. You want to give your life to Jesus tonight. If that is you, you say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive salvation. I want to receive Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. If that is you, lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. I'll say a simple prayer with you. Anyone here like that? Anyone here like that? You want to receive salvation. You want to receive salvation. Anyone here like that? Father, we thank you for the gift of salvation. Now, I want to offer you, if there's anyone here, there's a particular sin that is very difficult for you. It is difficult for you to stay away from this sin. Tonight, you need grace to continue in the word of God. You say, Pastor, I need grace. You are asking, you say, pray with me, Lord. I need grace to continue in your word. I want to be set free. I want to be set free from lies. I want to be set free from gossiping. I want to be set free from fornication. I want to be set free from adultery. I want to be set free from lies. I want to be set free from backbiting. Whatever the sin is. I want to be set free. If that is you. Lift up your two hands and let us pray. You want to be set free from particular sins. Lift up your two hands and let us pray. Father, behold these hands that are lifted up. Oh, gracious God. God of mercy. Lord, you say you have inscribed our names in your palms. Lord, that you remember us. What a loving God. You have said, come at the round table. Let us sit down and let us reason together. Though our sins, oh God, as many as they are, though our sins, Father, they may be as red as crimson, but Lord, you say, when we come to you, they shall be as white as snow. Father, you say they shall be as crimson. Father, though we have come and our sins are red, they are painted on our foreheads and they look like scarlet. You say, Father, when we come to you and we pray and we ask and we reason with you, these sins shall be as wool. Father, let our hearts be as white as wool. For we ask for the grace to continue in the word. Lord, give us the grace to continue in the word. Father, change us and transform us into those Christians who hear your word and they are doers of your word. Let us not be like them that behold their natural face in glass and walk away, oh God, forgetting what they look like. But Father, we pray, may we be hearers of your word and doers also. May we be doers of your word. May we continue in your word. May we be like them that look into the perfect law of liberty. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you for this great grace. Lord, sometimes we cannot do it by our own strength. Lord, sometimes it's difficult for us 
taking us. Tonight we rise up. Tonight we, we are lifted up. Father, tonight set our heads above every crisis, above every sin, above every weight of sin that God so easily beset us. Tonight set us free from sins in the name of Jesus. Oh, miracle worker, work a miracle in our lives. Oh, destiny changer, change our destinies tonight. Tonight we are set free from sins. We are disciples indeed. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Clap for Jesus. Clap for Jesus. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.